Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insight into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at pirb.co.za for more. A warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Klopper. I'm your host. And in this episode, we will have a lacquer technical discussion around the subject of shut-off valves in domestic settings. Now, with me in studio again, as always, for the technical discussions, I have Mr. Richard Bailey. Richard, thanks for joining me and uh, welcome. Thanks, Willem. As always, um, yeah, we look forward to these and uh, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you. I love these technical discussions, uh, Richard. It's it's always, I mean, as a layman, a person who's not a a plumber, I learn so much from these uh, from these podcasts and these these specifically these technical podcasts. So mm. I'm looking forward to it, um, and especially uh, you know the, the the subject or the topic of shuttle valves. I mean, I'm thinking to myself. How can we have a podcast about it? Are there so many things that we need to know about it? I mean, requirements. I mean, mm. I mean, what can we chat about? Where where it must be installed? Uh, are there certain requirements for it, etc.? Mm. So, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, it's it's again one of those things that as as I think if you were to read down the the subject lines or, or, or the, the the headings or the the names of these podcasts, and you'll you'll glance over a lot of them and say, oh, man, I don't need to know about that, and oh, man, I don't need to know about that, and I don't need to know about that. But if you actually listen to them, uh, you might surprise yourself and, and and learn one or two things that you didn't know. Um, uh, because we all take for granted, you know, that we, and even we do, I'm not saying, you know, I, even myself, I mean, I think I know uh, a, a bit about uh, how to write out the alphabet, but maybe I've missed a letter. I don't know, maybe uh, 50 <laughs> years of my life, I've missed some letter that I, <laughs> anyway, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. So anyway, uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those things that um, I think uh, if you were to read it, you'd say, oh, I don't need to know about that. But then you listen to it, it might be a little bit interesting. Absolutely, we've had so many feedback, um, or so much feedback on these podcasts, and the, you know, the plumbers—they—they've been plumbers for for years, and they fe- they say, you know what, I so much enjoyed listening to that podcast, that podcast, because, uh, you know, it, it it either taught me something that I didn't know before. Or it reminded me of something that I have sort of forgotten, that I've learned from my journeyman 25 years ago, and uh, all of a sudden, hey, you know, I was reminded by, of it through a podcast discussion. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that's all we want. Eh? Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Introducing the Plumbing Industry Registration Board Company Registration Portal. Now you can register your company to have access to more benefits, including purchasing and allocating certificates of compliance to your PRB-registered employees. Visit www.pirb.co.za to find out more information. Richard, so, so let's talk about shuttle valves. And and when we use that term, uh, as a layman, again, I assume you, we're talking about taps and that it, and it, it means taps. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's something that uh, um, 
uh, stops the flow of a fluid. In, 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 the, in our case, water, or t- stops the flow of something. In, in our case, it's water. Um, but uh, the shadow valves, and in the context that we're talking today, uh, we're talking about uh, a shuttle valve, also known as a stop tap, also known as an isolating valve, and it usually we would it, we would talk about it in the context um, within a water line, so not as a terminal fitting. Uh, terminal fitting being a, a, a basin mixer, or a, mm, or a sh- that's, uh, that's, know, yeah, that's the thing I open when I wash my hands. Correct, but yeah, that's, the, but that's the, not that's not a shuttle valve. No, that's not a shuttle valve or an isolating valve uh, in the context that we're talking about. So an isolating valve, uh, I know that this, the, the, the heading or the, the name of this is shuttle valves, um, but I mean, we can call it stop tap, we can call it isolating valve, we can call it shuttle valve. But we, the, 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 the context is to, to within a water line, so in, in the midst of a, of a pipe somewhere. You know, it's not the end fitting of a pipe, so yeah. So what exactly is the purpose of shuttle valves then? Well, because it's now in within a line, you you um you, you would assume that it's there to to close off sections of the of the installation. Now in commercial settings and industrial settings, it's it's um, inordinately more complicated and subject to design, etc. So, for the purposes of this, we're going to talk about domestic settings only, and 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 just um, a domestic situation. So, a home, uh, perhaps a, a home with a granny flat or or or, or multi dwelling units or something like that. So, this is what we're talking about. Essentially, what the purpose of an isolating valve is that it needs to. Uh, be placed so that one can isolate certain parts of the water reticulation installation. So if if um, there is a portion of the water reticulation system that needs to be isolated, and this, this of course, um, uh, is because we want to facilitate ease of maintenance, we want to be able to um, maintain or repair place or repair certain parts or a part or a pipe or a valve or something like that within a, an installation, isolating valves allow us to do so without dis- necessarily disrupting the rest of the system. Mm-hmm. So we are able to isolate pockets or portions of the installation without disturbing uh, the functioning of, 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 of the rest of the system. So the placement of these things is 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 quite important because you, for example you don't want in a multi let's say for example in a multi dwelling situation um, if my tap washer in my basin uh, gives me hassles and I need to shut off the water to the basin I don't want to have to shut off my entire unit Maybe I do have to shut off my entire unit, but I certainly don't want to have to shut off my neighbor's water as well mm-hmm. while I'm going to the shop to find to find um, uh, a tap rig- washer and it might take me off. <laughs> you understand? So, and, and I certainly, and this happens, Willem, re- believe it or not, I certainly don't want to shut off, for example, an entire block. <laughs> Uh, of uh, yeah no you, have a, you couple of, a couple of unhappy neighbors <laughs> i'm telling you so so now you get to a complex and and oh your tap washer okay where's your shut off now i don't know you could have shut off an entire block three or four or five flats or something like that yeah. and it happens willem so and that is lack of isolating valves mm-hmm. so that's the importance of isolating valves so 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so just before just before you carry on, I just want to make one last point there. The, the scenario I've just painted is uh, can w- probably will be well. It certainly will be prevented if you follow the standards. However, we must remember that the standards are a minimum requirement. They are not necessarily the Rolls Royce of all things out there. Okay, the standards say to us, you will at least adhere to this. But in the case of, and I think it's important to say, in the case of isolating valves especially, more is better. That's my personal belief. So so you can go over and above the requirements of the standards with regards to isolating valves. The more isolating valves you put in, for example, there's no requirement in the standards to put angle valves underneath a basin. That is not a requirement. You, Mm. You don't have to. But we all agree that it is better to do so. I, I certainly agree with that, uh, and, and our most, most plumbers will. So there's an example of going over and above what the requirements of the standards are. Mm. So don't think that just because the standards don't tell me I have to put a stop tap or a shut-off valve here, that you shouldn't put one there. It's always a good idea to stand back, have a look at the design, and think about it and say, where should – what – areas of this installation should be isolatable and then you facilitate it that way before we continue with our conversation have a listen to this don't forget to download the all new and improved app plumber from the google play store all your plumbing solutions are just a click away exclusively for android users richard obviously i mean the standards then have a set of minimum requirements which must be adhered to, but there's also a sense of logic and and in a sense of you you can understand what what will improve the system and the overall installation. Um, on in yeah. addition to the minimum requirements. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean this is where, and 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 those who have heard me before on on you know. <laughs> podcasts or, or wherever, you will know that one of my biggest um, sort of um, beliefs is that uh, is that proper and, and direct and honest communication with the client uh, really goes such a long way to solve many problems. And um, this is no exception. If you were to have a frank discussion with a client to say, hey, you know, you've got quite a big home, the standards require me to put stop taps here, here, here. But I think we should maybe isolate or facilitate the isolation of each bathroom, for example, or perhaps the laundry or the kitchen in its entirety. So if something goes haywire in the kitchen, you you know where there's a little a, a shut-off valve and it's, I've plumbed it like that. And, and have that discussion. And the, the client will always be open to it. And um, all you're doing is enhancing the installation. You're making it safer. You're making it more user-friendly. So yes, there's the the in in this case for isolating valves, there really is a case to be made about or, or for going a little bit above and beyond what the requirements of the standards are. So let's talk about the requirements of the standards then. Yeah. Okay. So th- th- there's quite a and again, this is a domestic setting. Um, not so much uh, commercial or, 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 or industrial because that would be probably be subject to a rational design by an engineer, mm-hmm. uh, reticulation engineer or something like that. But but in a, but if you go and plumb a house, there are certain requirements. So this is quite a long list, uh, Willem, but we'll go, I'll, I'll go through it as quickly as I can. So 
if you have a water meter which is situated outside of the boundary, in other words, on the pavement, then you must have a, uh, a stop tap on the inside of the boundary within 1.5 meters of that boundary. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's simple. If I have a water meter outside, I have to have a shutoff valve inside within 1.5 meters of the boundary. If there is a water meter inside the boundary, mm -hmm. I then have to have a, a shutoff valve uh, at a, a suitable, the, the standards use the word suitable point uh, downstream of the water meter. So a suitable point would mean to a reasonable person, a point which is accessible to me as the homeowner, which is a logical point, etc. So I can get to it, I, I know where it is, and all these good things. So you have to have one at a suitable point. It doesn't specify a distance or anything like that. It just says suitable point. So that can be interrogated subjectively, I guess. Mm -hmm. Then you need one wherever a pipe enters a building. And this is one that we all get wrong. We, we don't do it. Um, uh, Wherever a pipe enters a building, so whenever you have a main supply going into a building, whether it's to supply a geyser or if it's your main incoming line, you have to have a shutoff valve right there. Or, or, or slash and, uh, wherever a pipe enters a building in separate occupation. In other words, if you have a main home and a granny flat, you mm -hmm. then need two shutoff valves as those respective pipes enter those respective buildings. Okay? okay. Next to a flushing system, in other words, a toilet system, or in domestic situations, we talk about toilet systems. So you have to have one before a system. You cannot not have one. I know we all expect to see one before a system, so that's not something that's often overlooked, but it is a requirement in case you didn't know that. Well, well, then I can then I can say just before you continue, I definitely have to get hold of the plumber who installed the toilet at the 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 home where I stay uh, <laughs> because there's not. Is one. that so? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness! Yeah, that, that's that's okay. So that's not very common, but because it's one of those places that you pretty much expect to see Chateauvel, but no, it is a requirement, Philip. That's, the, 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 you know, it's quite, I, I'm surprised to hear that you're saying that there's a, a requirement from the standards, because like I said, oh, yeah. at, at, at my house, there's not one. <laughs> yeah, it, it, is a, it is a requirement, absolutely. Um, you know, the, your, if you think about your system, the, the, the way in which it uh, controls the water level within that tank. It's remember, it's a tank. It's a storage tank. Mm. It, it is by means of a float valve uh, of some description. Okay. Mm. Now, now those things are susceptible, and they need to be maintained often. And they are susceptible to damage from little bits of knocking and a bit of debris here and there. Wear and and, and so, yeah, we're in normal wear and tear, and they need to be maintained quite often. So, because of that. You know, if that thing malfunctions and it starts to overflow and flood your bathroom, I mean, do you know you do you know where to go and shut off the water from? <laughs> run, <laughs> now. run run all the way outside the house, go and find a shut off yeah, valve to the go. main supply. <laughs> That's crazy. There we go. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what I'm saying? It's so, unbelievable. So then yeah, it's good yeah. it's good we're having this conversation because like you said, you know, it's obvious then that, that plumbers do either forget or purposefully 
deliberately not put it in for whatever reason. But then it, it comes back to the fact that it is a requirement. Yep. Um, so let's let's continue with that list. Okay. So next to a flushing system, and, and they use the words next to, hey. So it's not like in the next room or, or, or outside. No, it's next <laughs> to. It must be right there. Okay. So they use it there. <laughs> then a branch pipe serving a flush valve. Like, for example, a flush master, a urinal flush valve, a, a toilet flush valve, or, or any other type of similar flush valve, an automatic flush valve, you have to have a shutoff valve on that branch pipe. It doesn't say right next to the valve because often that's not feasible because it's a because of the design. So you can have it outside or wherever, but it needs to be specific to that pipe that is feeding that. You can't have it on a generic pipe which branches off in turn to that valve. It's got to be that branch pipe to that valve. So somewhere you have to incorporate a shutoff valve. The exception to that rule is that uh, unless such a flush valve incorporates a shutoff valve within its body, which a lot of them do. So often you can get away with not putting a, a um an isolating valve on the branch pipe for a flush valve. But again, it's good practice, in my opinion, to do so. Then, any backflow prevention device. Any backflow prevention device, you have to have shutoff valves or isolating valves on each side of that and next to that valve. So if I want to, I have to be able to completely isolate the, not the uh, backflow prevention device from the system remove it, service it, put it back, and then open it up again without wasting any water or, or having to shut anything else off. So therefore, I need shutoff valves next to and on either side of a backflow prevention device. If you have a pressure-reducing valve which exceeds 25 millimeter or one inch in diameter, you need on each side of that pressure-reducing valve and next to that pressure-reducing valve. Remember, we're talking about one that exceeds 25 millimeters in diameter. Remember, mm -hmm. now, you're asking a question. I know I can hear the questions being asked by the plumbers out there. You can't put a shutoff valve downstream of a pressure-reducing valve. How's it going to expand? Remember, we're talking about a bigger diameter one, and those are usually just pressure-reducing valves, not pressure-relief valves. They usually come yeah. separate from the relief, and the relief will then be placed downstream of that isolating valve. So uh -huh. in the case of a pressure-reducing valve, which is up to and including 25 millimeters in diameter, you shall have a, a, an isolating valve upstream on the pipe upstream of that valve, only upstream. Okay, so that's the difference there. Then, if you have very long lengths of pipe that in some point in the future, the, let's say, for example, I mean, during the course of maintenance of a water line, whether it's an underslung water line, and a, whatever the case may be, the, if a pipe needs to be drained, you have to chop it up into chunks. If you've got a, a kilometer of, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but if, you, if you've got a, you know, 30 or 40 meters or 50 meters of pipe work within, you know, main pipe work within a complex, for example, then you have to chop it up. And the requirement there is that no more than 30 meters of pipe at a time should have to be drained for maintenance purposes. So mm. you at least have to have a shutoff valve every 30 meters, okay, if you have long lengths of pipe. So that's the next one. Then 
lastly, in the case of storage tanks, uh, we typically mean by that, uh, you know, cold water storage tanks. Um, in, if you have a cold water storage tank, you'd have to have a shut-off valve or an isolating valve upstream of any valve which is controlling the inflow to a storage tank. So that would be a float valve, where it's a solenoid valve or a float valve or a float, whatever it is. You have to have an uh, an uh, uh, an upstream, uh, an isolating valve upstream of that. And then on the outlet of that tank, you need to have, and next to the tank, in other words, as the outlet comes out from the tank, you have to have a shutoff valve there or an isolating valve. But there's a proviso of that one where it should not be of a type that can be suddenly closed. Okay, because if you, let's think of the, let's think of the, uh, application for storage tanks usually we, we we usually talk about high-rise buildings multi-story buildings um, and you have a supply from that tank which will typically drop down m multiple floors now you have what we call Willem in the industry a head right so the, the further down you go uh, the the more um, the more pressure you is exerted because of the height difference between the tank and the and the portion of the pipe. Now, if you have a flowing or a, or a dynamic situation in that in that big supply pipe from the tank going down multiple stories, you have a, a certain amount of energy uh, in in that flow. And if you have a shutoff valve that can be suddenly shut off, you you are. You are jarring that system. You, you're placing tremendous negative pressure uh, close to the tank and, and, and up on the higher uh, portions of that pipework, and it will collapse that pipe. It will. So you can't have you can't have a a shutoff valve on the on a tank in that sort of situation that can be immediately shut off. It must be like a like a butterfly valve. Uh, or a, or a, or a, or a gate valve or something like that 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 closes that flow gradually and that's it that's all the standards require but as we've said you know you should um, always just be as you said uh, Willem, be logical think about it and perhaps there's uh, uh, reasons to put in additional stuff where where the standards don't necessarily mm. call for it Richard, just listening to the requirements of the standards and, and uh, you know, discussing these things in these podcasts, um, as a layman, as a, as, a, as a consumer, I can tell you now that, uh, you know, we, we, us consumers don't have a cooking clue of how complex uh, plumbing, plumbing work actually is. Mm. Um, and I learned so much from these from these conversations. And, and, and I do believe that the plumbers out there will also, you know, they may, may be plumbers who, who didn't know all of these finer details. I mean, certainly, the plumber who installed <laughs> the toilet cistern at, at, at my house, he either didn't know it or <laughs> he purposefully didn't yeah. put it in. But but the fact is that, you know, that's why these kind of podcasts are so valuable and the information yeah. that you share here. Yeah. Was he a plumber though? <laughs> <laughs> you know that you know that meme face, Willem. You know that meme. You know that dude that that lighty must be five years old and he gives you that beady eye. You know, was he a plumber though? You need that caption. <laughs> Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. 
Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy to follow courses can be found on iopsatraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. Listen, Richard, thanks so much for yet again an awesome technical discussion. Um, thanks for the information that you've shared. Um, and lastly, thanks to our audience. Thanks for having tuned in and listened, and we'll obviously see you next time. Cheers. Just before wrapping up this conversation, have a listen to this. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.